Hello and welcome to the Healthy Savvy Life Show. I'm your host, Corey Sievers, and on this regular show, you'll discover savvy tips to improve your health and life. If you're new to what we do, we're a community of wellness advocates providing cutting-edge wellness solutions, along with action plans and guidance to help you improve your health and well-being. Our aim is to improve the health and lifestyle of communities everywhere. And that's why we've launched this regular show, to give you actionable ideas and strategies to reach that high level of health and wellness. The show is going to be loaded with tips to help you be savvy. What do we mean by savvy? We mean astute, sharp, perceptive, and informed. We broadcast the show live via Facebook, so please swing by, like and follow us, say hi, and do bring your questions along too. Thanks for joining us for the Healthy Savvy Life Show. I look forward to being part of your journey towards a higher level of health and lifestyle. It's exciting to have this platform in which to share info and tips with you. So let's jump on into episode number one, where we cover eight ways to improve your digestion naturally. Today we're talking about digestion. So if you have struggled with any aspect of digestive upsets, then this really could be for you. This particular topic is eight ways to improve your digestion naturally. So, you know, everyone experiences the occasional upset. Uh, so it might be your digestive symptoms, you know, stomach upsets, heartburn, nausea, you know, maybe even some constipation and diarrhea, that sort of thing. But when these symptoms end up being quite frequent, they can cause ma- major disruptions to your life. And they also can be- reveal some deeper issues. So we really want to delve into just some of the things that can really, uh, you know, even some of the lifestyle habits that can mess up your digestion. Because fortunately, if you can make some savvy lifestyle changes, then you can have a very quick positive effect on your digestive health, your ability to assimilate nutrients and do something with it. See, you may have heard the old saying that you are what you eat. Well, it's not so much you are what you eat, but you're also what you absorb. And today's modern diet and our stressful patterns of living, it just sort of messes with our uh, ability to digest and assimilate things. So, all right, let's chat about how to balance things up. So number one is to eat real food. Focus on eating real food. So we would suggest that you focus on the Eat Savvy Diet, okay? So the Eat Savvy Diet is a whole food, uh, anti-inflammatory, low toxicity, high nutrition way of eating. So you can follow the 12 steps that we have on the blog and download the, the free Eat Savvy cheat sheet, and that gives you an idea of things. But really, it's focusing on whole foods that will maximize your well-being. So the typical Western diet, unfortunately, has become high in grains, refined carbohydrates, bad fats like trans fats, food additives, you know, artificial stuff. You know, a lot of the t- a lot of experts are saying that it's high in calories and low in nutrient density. And so this messes with your, the chemicals mess with your digestion, can mess with your, uh, you, you know, your really, even your release of the natural digestive enzymes. Some of the, the, the problematic foods can mess with your liver health and your gallbladder function. So many people who, for example, who struggle with gallbladder issues, they end up going low fat because of their gallbladder issues. And then that just creates a stagnancy and they end up with worse issues and maybe even poor digestion, skin problems, etc., etc. So there's a lot of different intricate organs in, you know, in the body that are all part of making sure that you digest your food. And sometimes it can be a simple few things that mess things up upstream and then it can sort of mess things up for the rest of you know, 
rest of the downstream organs, so to speak. All right, so we need to eat real food. Number two is get some fiber, get plenty of fiber. Now, uh, the best way to get fiber is not from grains and all these sorts of things. It's actually from fruits and vegetables. And I would say more vegetables and some fruits. Uh, statistics seem to show that adults eat ample fruit. It's that sweet tooth in you, but not enough vegetables. So <laughs> eat your veggies. Uh, and, you know, so the best way to get your fiber intake up, uh, you know, the right fibers too, soluble fiber, insoluble fiber, and prebiotic fibers is through vegetables. The soluble fiber sort of absorbs the water and acts like a bulking agent. The insoluble fiber is sort of like the, the, the scrubbing brush inside your colon. And if you have an irritated uh, digestive system, sometimes those high fiber foods can be too much. So you need more of the soluble fiber to provide that bulk, that water retention, uh, you know, that move things through. And then we have the prebiotic fibers. And these are the resistant starches that don't feed you. They're the fibers that don't feed you. They actually feed your gut microbiome. And many people are missing out on that. And so they're star you're starving your poor little gut bugs. So number two, eat plenty of fiber. So number three, along that line with hydration and the soluble fiber and everything is to stay hydrated, to drink enough water to, to really to, to be able to soothe your digestive system. So, so many people do suffer from constipation and, and all sorts of other issues around that. Uh, and, you know, it's just from not drinking enough water. And a lot of the times from a medical point of view, they focus on fluids and, you know, like as in tea and juice and all that sort of thing is fine. Whereas, you know, you don't wash, if you tried to wash your clothes or wash the car or wash the floor in tea and juice and soft drink and all that sort of thing, and a cup of coffee, it's not going to be too clean, right? We need clean water through the system. So number three, to improve your digestion is to stay hydrated. So number four, number four is to, is a, this is an important one. This is where it really starts to, we really start to get down to it. Practice mindful eating. Practice mindful eating. You know what it's like. We, you end up gulping it all down and you wonder what ended up happening. What happened? Uh, you know, where did my meal go? You didn't even enjoy it. You were watching the TV. You were scrolling through social media on your phone or whatever, and you weren't conscious of what was eating. And that's a, a good way to eat the wrong foods and too much. So the more you can practice mindful eating, the not only are you going to potentially lose weight and, and eat less, but you're also going to notice through that paying more attention that you'll end up with less bloating, less gas, less indigestion, because you know you haven't just gulped it down. So practice mindful eating. Studies have found that mindfulness actually can reduce digestive symptoms in people with even ulcerative colitis and IBS. So those severe symptoms by just being conscious of what you're doing, eating the foods and enjoying it. And that sort of leads us to, you know, when we're practicing mindfulness, again, be careful of eating in stressful situations. All right. So do what you can to um, balance out that stress. So that was practice mindful eating. Uh, so again, eat slowly, focus on your food, turn off the TV, uh, you know, enjoy some conversation. Yes. Notice how your food looks. It's amazing. So many of our community members say that when they've done this, 
they enjoy food more. They need less spices and flavorings and everything. They can really enjoy the flavor of food. And so most importantly, since we're talking about mindful eating, is chew your food. <laughs> Actually chew it. So don't inhale your food and then you just realize, oh, 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 you know, like like a dog. If you've ever seen a dog eat a piece of meat or something, it's like it, it can be like two bites and it's down. Oh, oh, and swallowed whole. So chew your food. Part of This is part of the beginning of the digestive process. And especially for the, the, the fibrous foods that need to be broken up and the starchy foods. So by chewing these things, we actually start the, the, um, the it releases amylase in our saliva and starts the, uh, the digestion of some of the starchy things, some of the sugars and everything. And this is part of the problem with, the, with too many smoothies and the smoothie craze using a lot of um, starchy stuff and, and fruits and everything because we sort of just tend to drink it down. You know, smoothie consumers just drink it all down. They don't chew it. So that, and then they say, I suffer from so much bloating and, and, and problems uh, with my digestion. Part of the reason is because they're foods that should be chewed so that you mix that amylase enzyme in to the, you know, actually through that food. So it's a bit weird to chew your smoothie, but that's in essence what we should be doing for optimal digestion. So chew your food. Interestingly, like it's not just about the mastication, the chewing, and but it is the mixing of the saliva. And and when you chew your food thoroughly, the saliva actually you know starts the digestive process as I said. But in your stomach, it acts somewhat like a fluid and and sort of helps that initial digestive process. So really, really important. Number six in improving your digestion, I would suggest would be to prime the system, prime the system. What do I mean by that? You prime the system with bitter foods. Bitter foods actually stimulate the release of your, not, you know, your digestive juices and your stomach acid. So as you get older, people, you don't have to be too much older either to suffer from a decline in the release of stomach acid. And add to that the fact that many medications will actually mess up the release of your stomach acid. Uh, this leads to many, many digestive issues, many, many poor absor absorption of nutrient issues and nutrient deficiencies. And that's well documented and you know just further flow on effects. So if you blunt stomach acid, then you're also going to mess up the release of your bile. Your liver is going to become stagnant. Your bile flow is going to become stagnant. You might end up with gallstones and poor digestion of fats and everything, all because you didn't nourish your stomach acid and or you took a medication that may have um, messed up your stomach acid. So, by the way, of course, never stop any medication without consulting with your doctor. Here in, the, uh, here in this particular show and everything we share in the Savvy Team, we really just want to share some tips with you that could help. Of course, speak if you're on medication, do speak with your doctor about that. Sometimes also uh, when we're dealing with digestion, speaking with your pharmacist about uh, what, you know, what this drug can enter, you know, can, can do as far as deficiencies. If you have a good pharmacist, they can, they can really help there as well. All right. So I was talking about priming the system here and bitter foods actually help the enzymes in your body to sort of be primed. They, they help to, to the release the stomach acid. And so 
uh, any of the bitter foods. You can actually take Swedish bitters to improve your digestion or even just the, you know, the uh, as in lemon lime and bitters, the bitters part. It was originally a digestive tonic and then it just became, uh, you know, a, a drinks additive. So think about that. It's a proprietary blend, the, uh, you know, the, the bitters that you put in, like lemon, lime and bitters. Don't put the lemon and lime. That's too sweet for you. But just the bitters in the water, for example, maybe even with a bit of apple cider vinegar, this can prime your digestion uh, and really improve, the, uh, improve that whole process. So prime the system. But even bitter foods, so... Uh, things like rocket and uh, dandelion and some of the endive, the, the lettuces that are bitter, start your meal with um, a green salad with a bit of apple cider vinegar or lemon juice or something, uh, salt and pepper. That really primes your digestion uh, to digest the rest of the meal. That leads us to avoiding drinking uh, with the meal. So, so much we sit down and we realize we're thirsty when we're about to eat, and so we drink a whole bunch of fluid with our meal. And this will dilute your stomach acid. It will dilute your digestive juices and the enzymes. And so it can lead to improper digestion. So avoid drinking with your meal, uh, but definitely have a good, uh, a good drink about a half an hour before your meal. Number eight is to incorporate some gut supporting nutrient. Okay, so incorporate some gut supporting nutrients. So these are anything from probiotics to enzymes to, um, you know, to, to aloe vera, to um, ginger root, these sorts of things. These can improve the digestion. So here in the Savvy team, we work with um, some digestive enzymes formula that's, that formulas that also have uh, ginger and fennel and aloe vera because these can soothe things down. So Digestive enzymes are the primary uh, blends like amylase, protease, uh, lipase. These sorts of enzymes are uh, even added bromelain and papain and these sorts of things that are protein digesting enzymes. And they can make such a difference if you suffer from bloating and indigestion and just feeling heavy after a meal. It's an indicator. They're all, all those symptoms are warning signs that you're not really digesting your food well. So a digestive enzyme could be really beneficial for you. The added things such as uh, ginger, even having a bit of ginger tea before before a, a meal can, can really help as well. It can soothe and help with nausea. It can help with indigestion symptoms. Things like fennel seed as well. Uh, it can help with the, the gas and the bloating and the releasing of gas and you know breaking up the air bubbles that can can form, you know, if you haven't chewed properly, etc. So that's a that's a good tip as well. Aloe vera, if you uh, suffer from uh, like digestive like irritation, like the IBS and the Crohn's and the ulcerative colitis, this can be important too. More further down, not so much the digestion that we're talking about here with um you know with the early stages of digestion, but then we get more to the probiotic foods, so fermented foods. Uh, are brilliant for your digestion all round, but um, sometimes just even taking probiotics can settle you down if you have food intolerances. Actually, uh, on food intolerances, continuing to eat foods that you're intolerant to will really long-term mess up your digestion. So just avoid them. Note what you don't do well with and do something about it. It's just, you know, it's it's not worth the symptoms really. But 
enzymes can make such a huge difference. And, you know, here in the Soviet team, we first started working with enzymes in the early 90s. This book, Enzyme Nutrition, I don't know whether you can still get it anymore, but Dr. Edward Howe, uh, he really uh, put forward the food enzyme concept that, that if you eat raw food, for example, it has all of the enzymes within it enough to naturally digest everything in that food. Whereas when we eat a lot of cooked food, then we actually draw from our enzyme bank account. So we sort of steal potential from our body, health potential from our body. But if you've been struggling with digestive issues, then eating a lot of raw food can actually really cause you a lot of struggle. So, so many people when they're struggling with bowel issues to begin with and, and challenges with their whole digestion, it's actually better to start on lightly cooked food. It's gentler on the system and then gradually introduce more raw foods. Any movement to natural foods and away from packaged foods. So, you know, what I'm talking about here is many people go, right, New Year's resolution, it's time to tackle things and I'm off all packaged food and I'm going to become a raw food vegan. And they actually crash because the system is not ready and they end up with further digestive problems and everything. Slowly, slowly, you know, that's a significantly detoxifying change. Uh, a lot of the times if you've been on a, um, a typical Western diet, you need to rebuild. You need a gut repair program, first of all, before you go cleansing away and, and sort of like trying to kick out all the bad guys in there. So you need to repair some stuff. Go easy on yourself. So um, anyway, enzymes make a huge difference. So if you have struggled with digestion and bloating, then think about digestive enzymes. It could make a big difference. But even you know, avoiding drinking with eating, like eating more, chewing your food, eating more real foods, um, a bit of apple cider vinegar and some bitters before your meal, not drinking too much, uh, not drinking water with your meal, that could already make a huge difference in how you digest your food. So um, yeah, anyway, back to what Ad Edward Howell was talking about. He was basically saying that, again, if we can, if we, we can supplement with um, enzymes, to make up for what we're doing with our cooked food, but the more we can eat natural foods in their proper state, the better off we're going to be. We're not going to be stealing from our enzyme potential, so to speak. So there you have it. There's some tips for improving your digestion. Uh, look, if you'd like to keep in touch with what we're doing with this new Daily Bites show, then just leave us a comment and follow any instructions there and you can get on our notification list for the show so that you don't miss out on anything but our goal is to give you some bite-sized tips uh, sometimes it might be longer depending on the the topics uh, it might be shorter whatever we'll aim to put all of all of the information and reference stuff up onto the savvy team healthy wealthy wise blog by the way we're also uh, aiming to broadcast to Instagram as well so if you happen to be on there you can come join us uh, there as well so hi to the guys are uh, with us on Instagram but a lot of the times on this particular medium here on Facebook and what we do with uploading the video to YouTube, sometimes I have some visuals to share. And so it's easier for me to share uh, over Facebook and YouTube than it is actually on Instagram. But um, great, to, uh, great to have you with us there. And let us know. Let us know in the comments what, you know, what sort of things would you like to know about? What sort of insights would you like to learn in terms of reaching the next level? of health and lifestyle. So 
That's it for this particular episode, episode one. Congratulations if you happen to be uh, jumping on the, the live session. This is episode one of what we're calling the Healthy Savvy Life Show. Uh, and as I said, it, it could be short, could be just bite-sized tip, maybe longer depending on uh, questions and all that sort of thing. But we really want to then provide uh, additional resources for you via the blog and uh, etc. So uh, that's it from me for this particular session. Corey Sievers here, encouraging you to be savvy. Thanks for joining us for episode number one of the Healthy Savvy Life Show. We really hope that you received some value from that. So if you have been struggling with digestive issues uh, and those sorts of things, then we love this particular quote from John Gabriel, that symptoms are not enemies to be destroyed, but sacred messengers who encourage us to take better care of ourselves. So we hope this is a bit of an inspiration for you to take better care of yourself. And I hope these eight tips have been a help to you. So here in the Savvy Team, we are here to inspire you, to motivate and to guide you to that high level of wellness. So look, if you're looking for guidance and support, then please don't hesitate to reach out and ask. And please be aware of this important notice with everything that we're sharing here on the Healthy Savvy Life Show, that the information that's shared reflects our personal research and experience and is for educational purposes only, so should not be seen as medical advice or therapeutic claims of any sort. So all of the information is general in nature, and so your individual health concerns have not been taken into account. So any comments and experiences should not be interpreted as therapeutic claims or specific medical advice. If you have any questions as to the appropriateness of the information with regards to your own personal health and well-being, please discuss this with your healthcare provider. We do encourage you, however, to take self-responsibility for your own well-being and learn more on this topic and complementary medicine in general. So I look forward to catching you next time here on the Healthy Savvy Life Show.